0: Lifecycle costing then. Target costing is the cost maestro. It manages expenses through smart design and planning. But then what we say is, yeah, but you've got costs at planning and design stage, post-sale stage, warranties, etc. So to turn a profit, a product's total revenue has to outshine its total cost, whether it's before, during or after production. That's what we call Lifecycle Costing, a full-on look at a product's journey from its kickoff to its ending. So if we see it as a five-stage story, stage one, we're developing the product, we're brainstorming, we're prototyping, it's cash flow negative, there's no money coming in. Stage two, the introduction phase, the launch, we roll out the red carpet, we get the big debut, we've got the pricing right, are we market skimming, are we market penetrating? Then we have the growth stage, fame is spreading, but so is the competition. So the sales price might take a bit of a dip. Then we get finally to maturity. That's when the profits come in. Prices have settled. Now we're just making the most out of it while we can until it gets into the decline stage, which is the end. This is where prices drop, unless you can get into a niche market or unless you can change your product somehow. So we have the development stage, introduction phase, Growth, maturity, and decline. Now in today's manufacturing scene, a big chunk of a product's cost is hit early on in the development, design, and setup costs. But here's the twist: traditional accounting tends to miss these opening and post-production costs. That's why life cycle is good, because it adds up the costs across the whole journey. Everything. Planning, design, manufacturing, services, and the goodbye stages. So, during planning and design, decisions set the stage for future costs. We call those committed costs because you design them in. So, you might not have paid for them yet, but you've designed them in. So, they're future costs, they are committed costs. If they seem hefty, then what you could do is get target costing in to try and save the day on those. Costs during the journey include fixed and variable costs. Okay, so in manufacturing and design, the costs do a little dance. Marketing costs kick off high, and then they get lower as you go on, because you don't need to advertise and market so much. Fixed costs might start high, but again, they may get lower because you've got more experience. But variable variable costs will naturally climb because you're making more. Now unit manufacturing costs, if you calculate it the old school way, Well, they'd get lower because you'd spread the fixed costs over a bigger number of uh, outputs. So with absorption costing, it would seem as though the cost per unit was going down. But the other thing you need to remember is to keep the product A-listed, you might want to stretch its life. How do we do that? How do you extend the life cycle of a product? Well, think updates. Think how the iPhone is always updated. Think fresh packaging. How Lucasaid went from an old person's drink to a sports drink. Or think about exploring new markets. It's all about keeping your star shining and keeping your costs in check. So in conclusion then, target costing and product life cycle are like a well coordinated dance. You've got to think of how we dance through development, launch, growth, maturity, decline and how your sales price is going up, going down, your costs are going up and going down. So you just got to make sure that you're aware of all those costs using lifecycle costing.